0: in studio with us this morning, Interim City Manager for Hutchinson, Mary Grace Clements. Good morning, Mary Grace. How are you?
1: Good morning. I'm wonderful. Good morning to everybody.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's just let folks know that the process, once again, is going forward for a permanent city manager. I know that there have been some um, hiccups on that, but but the council's figured out what kind of their framework is.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right, Nick. One thing I do want to stress is the fact that you know, I, council wants to take the time to make sure they get it right. They want to make sure that they're going to have a long-lasting um, city manager for the residents and for the employees of the city. Um, our process as we have it unfolding now is applicants are being taken up until the February 29th. We have an extra day this month. And once that closes, we're going to begin interviews about the first week in March. So that's the game plan. And and we have a succession plan of what we're going to do. It's not going to be that this person, whomever it may be, will start and I'm walking out the door. We're very focused on making sure that we're going to sustain and continue the great momentum that we're building.
0: Well, and part of that momentum, Mary Grace, and you and I didn't talk about this, but I know you'll you'll enjoy this. Uh, Dave Sotelo has been given a new title and some new duties, and when you talk about um, the future of Hutchinson, that's one of the faces that jumps immediately to mind. So talk about what he's going to be doing for the city.
1: Well, you know, I'm really excited about um, Dave. I've I've moved him into the Director of Strategic Growth, and, and as large as that title sounds, it is exactly that. Growth for us is whether it's workforce, whether it's all the different projects we have in play, you'll also remember, um, Nick, I recently promoted or hired uh, Matt Williams, who is our <clears throat> director of community development and I really see Matt um, he's head of planning and Dave those two working together are really going to be a great foundation for building our community as we unfold plans Dave's going to be the boots on the ground that's going to be around talking to businesses talking to residents talking to Topeka Department of Commerce, talking to the different entities as we try to unfold, whether it's housing. um, I envision a housing person sitting under Dave. um, Communications, all of that's going to unfold, and that will sit in Dave's realm. I, I would like to mention also now... Because of Dave moving into this role, our human relations officer position is free, and so we're actively going to be pursuing to fill the, that load and that lift because um, it's vital. We find it very important to fill that role.
0: Yeah, and and it's so important to get the right next generation, for want of a better way of putting it, into uh, leadership positions with the city because you want to be able, and that's part of this whole uh, city manager search too is you want to have some stability some time where everybody can kind of know how things are going to run um the city of hutchinson was spoiled having john deard off as long as they did uh, and being able to just kind of go okay well john's the one-stop shop for everything yeah uh, but now you kind of especially with some of the uh, ad- additional stuff you have to do to leverage state money and all those kind of things you've got to have uh more of a team approach uh, than maybe you even had to five, ten years ago.
1: There's a couple things to unpack there, Nick, is the fact that if you look at over the – since John Deerdorf had retired uh, four years ago, we've had over different – 12 different city council members – communicating to five different city managers the direction to take the city and so with that lens you see how challenging it can be and not only not only is that challenging but also we had a lot of folks retire and a lot of historical knowledge left with them so we're working very hard to make sure we're documenting and writing processes and put those in play building our succession plans for people who are coming up to retire but also the the future and and having um sustainability for the programs and the momentum that we're making um when you look at for example we just were excited to land a landmark um grant that 1.7 million i believe 1.8 million that is also layered on multiple things they got historical tax credits and things those things are important and when you layer all those in you have R. H. I. D., you have M I H you I can acronym you to death with <laughs> exactly. all the different ways you can have projects in this town and having some focused, laser-focused attention on that is what's needed, in my opinion.
0: Right, and um, one more before we go to break, Mary Grace, and you can take as long as you need to on this, but uh, I went to a concert in Salina a few months ago and uh, ended up parking, I don't know, three, four, five blocks away from the venue because it was pretty well, it was a very popular concert, and so I walked down Santa Fe, um, and that, I thought to myself, Boy, if Hutchinson's Main Street could look like Salinas Santa Fe, we'd be a whole that, – that's, that's, that's where the end vision maybe is, is something that's walkable and able to have a bunch of venues and not only modern the, – the current businesses but heritage businesses and have it all kind of integrated.
1: You know, that's exactly the focus we're looking at. The downtown revitalization, um, we have, if you've heard, we've had a plan. We we hired a consultant prior to me coming in. There was a consultant hired, and they came up with a game plan. And I actually last week had multiple meetings with multiple players within the community about how we're going to unpack all of that. That's going to go from C all the way to 7th. That's a large area. That's a large area for a downtown. And so they're looking at how it can be different components so again having the people that are going to be here for the future involved in these decisions is what's important and also having counsel and all the decisions we're making whether it's if we have to do curb repair well how is that going to fit into the plan if we want to put art up Where does it fit in the plan? Which I don't know if that's what the plan will be. We're looking at the benching, the tables, where we're going to put them and how it's going to be. Let's not spend money now only to have to change it later. Let's look at this plan and unfold it year and take it one step at a time. And that's what we're working on right now. It's really exciting for the community.
0: We'll take a quick break. Back with more with Mary Grace Clements coming up. Back on the BW Morning Show, Nick Gosnell and Mary Grace Clements with us, and we were talking a little bit about the kind of overall vision for downtown, but one piece that we didn't talk about, Mary Grace, that I want to touch on real quick is Memorial Hall, because that is, that's one of those cornerstone venue places that, not only because of its historical significance, but just because of its community significance, you want to bring that up to modern standards if possible.
1: Yeah, we, we actually have had a study done for Memorial Hall, and and reading the report that I got, it's very um, it's about a five million dollar investment to get Memorial Hall to the the high high level we'd like it to be. But what's exciting for for me about that report is it's in order of priority. When you take the master plan of downtown of all the blocks, where do you start with that? There's so many components. This is really outlined well. as you know the first thing obviously is to get air conditioning in that. I mean the exterior as long as the roof's not leaking it's not doing damage on the inside is is not is not bad but air conditioning would change that drastically because right now we can only met we can only rent memorial hall from about october till may because you can't really do it in uh, the heat because of the lack of air conditioning and and i think we rented it last year about 127 days um And this year, we only have it a little shy of like 43 or 42 days um, that we have it rented. And that venue, if you really haven't been in it in a while, has the potential to be a great addition to our community to draw, you know, acts, whatever you want. It has a huge history for boxing. It has, I've seen photographs, if you don't know, Nick, I used to be executive director of the Reno County Historical Society, so I've seen photos of Muhammad Ali in there. Uh, Jesse Juma had shown me a photo of tina turner on that stage that has such a huge history for this community and it has the potential when you look at what uh the stiefel has if you look at uh hartman arena we have the potential to not be in competition with the fox but actually as a as a a benefit to draw different acts with a different level has so much potential
0: well and that's that's exactly right and and the great part about memorial hall is that uh, it's just so integrated into the neighborhood there, and there's an opportunity for uh, for the future to have photos the same way that the past did, but uh, you, you got to do the work first. Um, I was really blown away by it the first time I went in there for a uh, family community theater production when I first mm-hmm. got to town with the kids, and I'm just like, this place is great, I but yeah, there's that infrastructure stuff that you need yeah, to do. Yeah, there's
1: lots of talk about improving the bathrooms and, and and having steps instead of some of the ramps. There's there's a great plan. It's $5 million. We have to figure out how well, there's grants and things we have to pay f- to, to get it. Um, and that's something we're focused on working on. And we want that to be a part as an anchor of the revitalization as we look forward to what we want to do for downtown, to how we're going to increase business flow and, and draw attention and make a walkable downtown is, is really part of the goal.
0: All right. Right, so now the the council at this point, um, they had that lengthy discussion about whether they were going to do uh, night meetings or daytime <laughs> meetings, and then they said, well, we want more public input on that. How are you going to get that?
1: Well, a couple different ways. Um, actually, we, we're working with... Um the Hutch Community Foundation, there's actually a survey out right now, and I, and I, for the life of me, I'm sitting here thinking, trying to think of the link. Um, we'll try to get that to you. That'll be fine. Because there is a survey that's out right now, ask questions. Um, and what's important is I'm going to be doing town meetings. Truth be told, I, th- had town meetings on my agenda because I thought I'd be introducing at this point the new city manager, but that's okay because um, we did a town meeting with uh, Mr. Garza's region uh, Saturday. Um, it's a way to get information. It's a way to have two, two-way communication with the residents. I appreciate it, and I'll be setting those up in March um, because I want to... Talk about how are we going to do, if they want to do night meetings, there's much discussion about that, as well as other information I'd like to hear from uh, the community. We've talked about noise issues. There's different things that have come to the council via the five-minute open area that really we should like to open up larger maybe we'll have just a work study session one night to see if we get people buy in. yeah
0: and we'll see what happens with that but as you get those town meetings scheduled let us know when when and where those are going to be and we'll make sure to not only pass that along on the post but uh hopefully be able to get uh, get folks there just to see what see what you talk about cuz uh, honestly I, I don't think there's any subject off the table for you at this point you just want to hear from the community
1: absolutely you can't we can't improve things if you're if you get if there's a problem going on, we have to be engaged to try to fix it. If you have solutions, let's talk through those things. I will tell you, I have to commend you, Nick. You did a great job moderating the legislative forum. Thank that you. That happened. The next one is coming up on March 9th at 9 o'clock at the Stringer Fine Arts. I strongly urge you to attend as well as with my town halls. Please come out and talk to me. I will be honest with you. I will tell you, if I don't know the answer, I'll make a note and we'll get find out and get back to you. And Sometimes it's not the answer you want, but you're going to hear it from me or someone in the city as to why
0: exactly and that's that's really all we can ask and that's what i really appreciated about the legislators that attended uh here a couple of weeks back and um that is that is the thing out of all the folks locally i think that You've really got folks that will listen. Like I said, you may not like their answer, but the, but they'll listen to you, and, and then they'll say, okay, well, here's why we're doing what we're doing. It's 730 at KWBW Hutchinson. Our thanks to Mary Grace for her time. News is up next.